This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, now in our fifth season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. I'm Richard Woodward and you are tuned into the flagship show, available every week on video and audio, for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more of football conversation. So make your Monday a Blue Monday and joining this me this week is um, the VIPs of the podcast. Uh, once Back once again to the Renegade Statman. Hello, Rich, how are you? I'm good, mate. And the man with the Jim Furyk golf swing, Mr. David Diamond. Dave, how are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, although I think it's a bit unfair, really, to say I swing the club like Jim Furyk. That's a although compliment. I wish I did swing the club like Jim, Jim Furyk, but also connect with the ball like Jim Furyk. That'd be quite good. Oh. But, um, yeah, 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 it's good, yeah. Take I it as a compliment, mate. let the listeners in that we had a little, um, we had a few holes at around Perlis yesterday morning we Good did fun. on the nine hole yeah. course yeah, yeah. Blue, yeah official Blue Monday the inaugural Blue Monday golf day stat didn't turn up no one else turned up it was just you, me and they wasn't it it was me and you great stuff best no, people turn up good fun around that you've never been on that little nine hole course before it's no, tricky it's pretty isn't it? I confess fair to say it's tricky because the plans were at some point there's some foot golf going to happen I think this will this will still happen I think that's more up your street is it stat yeah yeah <clears throat> The, the the number four is dog left, so that 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 suits me suits me well. Is that is that a golf term? Oh, that sounds all right. Dog yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not dog sure. Left. I can't remember if it's accurate or not. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. So yeah, uh, we were number four is dog left. Gold. Yeah, <laughs> dog rough. Yeah, dog left. Is that not a phrase, Dave? Uh, I think it's. I think the phrase is dog leg. But dog hey, you know, I, we yeah. I've, I've heard it. Well, you should have seen some of my shots, but I've heard it over the over the heath. So maybe dog left. But yeah, sorry, I. I I completely forgot all about it, and then clearly we weren't doing foot golf anyhow. We were just doing the stick hitting thing. So that was, no, was bit, yeah. Foot golf was postponed. I, I don't know. It just suddenly was postponed, wasn't it? I think well, Ben was away because foot golf cannot go on without without Ben. You must see Ben play foot golf <laughs> in his Cuban heels. That's be quite good. 
and, think everyone uh, else wants to see that as well so it will be filmed yeah, if, no, if and fine. when it happens so I'm sure, I'm sure we'll do it at some point I think the plan is Ben was going to actually want to film it for Christ's sake so yeah that could be funny um, I'm trying to find a segue from foot golf or Ben looking funny or Purdis but I can't so let's um, let's start with um, the news and um, some good news some positive news um, on Thursday the community trust um, was relaunched or rebooted um, after a six-year hiatus after the yeah. club decided to um, part ways with um, their charitable um, sort of wing of the club um, and um, that's positive news isn't it gents this is um, all starting to build back some of the damage or maybe so, not damage I said maybe um, thinking uh, that all the cost needs to be on the pitch and the community doesn't really matter so this, did, was this sorry I know stats going to talk but just for my my benefit did this did it actually stop in the first few months of manager before last tenure or not or so, be prior to him coming in my it, it, yeah go on sir it, it, it stopped in 2013 and I thought oh. you know when I looked at that I thought was it a little bit unfair to bring McCarthy into this and the reasons that, you know, we, we lost the community trust. But then, obviously, I read Paul Lambert's comments and stuff, and he was saying about how important it is to, you know, to connect with the community. And we all agree. And you used the word earlier, Rich, about damage. And I think, you know, damage has been done. They're, they're looking to rectify it. But uh, I do wonder if, if we went back to 2013 and Paul Lambert was the manager and Evan said, you know, we're going get, to get rid of this, whether Paul Lambert would have had a different view because... I can't recall Mick McCarthy's opinions of it, but you know, let, let's let's look forward. It's, it's great, you know, connecting. They were at Britannia Primary School, and you know, we we all get a bit fed up of, well, only recently walking around um, Asda and Stoke Parks, for for example, and seeing someone wearing a Liverpool kit. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe they're top of the league or something. But um, you know, let's, let's get some lads and 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 girls and stuff, and whoever, they them in in Ipswich <laughs> Town kits. That that's that covers everybody. God, yeah, yeah I agree. No, I, 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 I totally agree, and he's and I think in 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 the relatively short space of time, well, under a year he's been here. I think he's you can already start to see the benefits of that, can't you? You know, it's a much, it's a much more the clubs a much more buoyant place these days. Certainly Portman Road on Match Day. Um, I mean, at Christ, it was pretty dead, wasn't it? But yeah, it's much more livelier now. Um, and yeah, I'm, and I'm certainly seeing you know more younger kids with shirts of every you know Ipswich shirts but with all sorts of different players on there you know so that, that can only be great yeah it's good the um just to sort of explain what it does because it, it kind of it, it, I think we, we were the only club without a charitable trust in the EFL at one point so obviously oh, yeah. that, that was a bit really? bad but it, I think it's it's not officially part of the club I th I'm trying to get my d d d um, my details right but it's a charitable organisation that is, works alongside the football club so I think it used to be Inspire and then that was Terry Baxter used to front that up, right. and then it kind of split off completely and had nothing to do with the club so I think it's a charitable association with the club and then um, we're trying to work in the community um, <clears throat> using football as a way to kind of find initiatives to help local people and as you say kind of Dave trying to build a bit of a a brand around the club and get out Absolutely. into the community encourage people to come so this is all positive stuff and um yeah good to see us starting to take yeah account of the fact that the community and you say the young kids the new generation coming through need to be inspired to come and watch us maybe because efl league one is not premier league or is not uefa cup <laughs> which is what some yeah. of us had when we started watching. we're not we're not playing the likes of man city <laughs> Talking over that point, actually, Dave, more than we're going to pick up on the point that you're talking about. Um, 
you know, we, we had, what, 18,000, 19,000 there on, on Saturday. Um, and there was a good mix. I didn't look around. I think it was a particularly ageing, uh, supporting population. Lots of different people there. They're doing the things at the start, you know, where the, the younger fans are reading out the team names. And if it's your first game, you're getting a certificate and stuff. Right. They're all doing things which I remember when I was young. You know, you were part of Junior Blues and you, you, got, you went along to these little events and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, th I think it's it's really important because that's when you know you're able to catch catch the uh, the young you know the kids and stuff and, and get them involved in the club. So I think it's really really important um, because you know we we went through a really difficult spell towards the end of Mick McCarthy and then you know Paul Hurst and then Paul Lambert trying to trying to rectify it. I think you know for me it it's amazing what he's done. You know I I worry that if if we'd have got relegated and this work hadn't been done. What? How many people would, would have turned up yesterday? You know, Ooh. and I think you know. I think a lot of us feared about attendances down towards the, you know, ten or eleven thousand, and you know, we're, we're pushing up the other way, which is really positive. Yeah, I mean, obviously the start, the start has helped, hasn't it? The start has, you know, the start has helped. You know, been we have been top of the league, and we're yeah, what second are we now? So yeah, that's definitely that's definitely helped things. But now it's great to see, you know, that great atmosphere and. Um, Certainly, you know, the Sabobi, the old, the old North Stand Sabobi is just, well, looks to me from where I where I sit, pretty full. Ooh. Certainly the lower is, is shocker. So that's great. And a great atmosphere as well. And Blue Action, I think, also, Blue I think, I know this has nothing to do with community, but Blue Action, I think, deserve a pat on the back for all the stuff they do. I mean, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to mention this at the start of our roundup on the Doncaster game, but there was a... a a banner for the beat. Um, it's coming oh, up brilliant. to a year, one year anniversary since he um, since he died last year on Monday. Yeah, tomorrow. So, on Monday, whenever people listen to this. So, um, yeah, good on them. And again, a great atmosphere. And go on, Dave. You, I was going to say, I was going to give Marcus Evans credit, but you got in there first. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I remember. Well, yeah, this corresponding day last year, wasn't it? I remember getting the um, the WhatsApp message from Mike. He's sort of having a light shake my head, saying, "What?" I heard him on the. He was on the other radio yesterday. Yeah, sad, very sad, but. No, brilliant. You know, getting still getting the recognition he deserves, and obviously with the statue and everything else, um, good good stuff. Quite right. And talking of people getting the recognition they deserve, um, Paul Lambert uh, wins the EFL. Yeah, from the Sublime to the um, the not so Sublime. Um, but Paul Lambert, nevertheless, uh, EFL League One Manager of the Month beat off um, Simon Grayson from Blackpool, Mark Robbins of Coventry, and Danny Cowley, who's now at Huddersfield. Um, Dave, um, happy about that. Yeah, it's recognition, isn't it? I did see a funny comment. I think, and you must have seen this from a um, from a from a comment from some commentary fans. I think that was on Twitter, basically saying, um, "No, let Lambert have it. Please let Lambert get it." You went with the old, obviously the well known um, the well known curse of the manager of uh, of the manager of month award. So no, it's um, yeah, and you know, what one four drew two probably yeah very very much deserved really. Um, first time we've won it since manager before last I think in November 15 I Correct. think something like that yeah. and I think the fourth time he's won it I think he won it one with Cole, once with Cole Yu, um twice with Norwich funnily enough round about the time I think that they beat us 4-1 at, at Carrow Road so late 2010 I think so um, I think he won it once with Wolves I think you believe he won it Ooh, with Wolves did, in yeah. 2000 a couple of years ago yeah, 17, so, um, yeah. so yeah look yeah um, yeah probably richly richly deserved Caden Jackson missed out on the player of the month to Marcus Madison but that, Madison yeah, had a great month in I mean, that's just, he had about what five goals and five assists and he was ridiculous yeah. you know his you know, early well 
and obviously we'll get to we'll get to them in a, in a you know a bit later on, but seem to be carrying it on as well. This um, this Kirsten, there's some interesting blogs. I think Chris Rand, our, um, um, ITFC Live, I think is his Twitter handle, suggested that the manager of the month curse is is actually um, clubs statistically returning to their normal level, having had an excellent month previously to justify getting the reward. So that that is the that's the statistical view of it. Is it's not really a curse. It's just people regressing back to where they should be. Yeah, I think so. it's probably right, and also. Um, but yeah, it's not nearly as interesting um, or exciting to talk about regression to the norm, is it? Yeah, Let's call it a curse. Unfortunately, also was he, he got it on the back of a, the cursed international break as well. But obviously oh, more on that, that as, well. Later yeah. as well, no doubt. Indeed. Can I can I just add also that the the club uh, do their um, uh, player of the player of the month and Flynn Ooh. Downs won that. So are, are you saying that uh, we maybe get to how he regressed on, on oh, Saturday oh. then? Well. Yeah, well, it's a fair shout, and but also deserving of the, the August recognition. Let's not. Oh, fantastic! Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was better than quite. Caden Jackson. Yeah. Um, and just to finish off on the news, I've been told to read this out by a renegade stat man that ah. his wildly popular in quotes um, all-time Ipswich Town kit vote ended. Has uh, ended now with the Super Cup for the home and away. But um, tell us that who were the winners? For the home and away kits, after thousands of votes, go on, well, I'm not. I don't think it's quite finished. I, th- I think at the time of recording, incredible, incredible yeah. scenes. I think I think there's about another three or three or four minutes of the the final to play out. So yeah, I um, went into uh, Planet Blue a, a few few months ago and and saw this excellent poster. And you should you should buy it. It's, um, it only costs six quid, which I think is really good. And it, it details, it was the, the 50 years of the kit from 1969 to the end of last season. And it had the home new away kits and the third kits. And being the shadow that I am, I thought, well, that'd be quite good to actually um, do a poll. So I decided um, to start taking photos of all, I think, 83 oh, kits. And then I, I thought... where you got those screens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wish, and after a while, I wish I hadn't started it, but I thought, well, I'll, I'll carry on, and and it it did exactly what I wanted to do. One, which was to to kind of entertain me and and um, while away a bit a bit of time. Um, secondly, it evoked lots of memories from you know lots of people on Twitter saying, oh, that was my first kit and stuff like that. But more importantly, you know what the Renegade Statman account likes. He likes a little bit of chaos and a little <laughs> bit of disagreement and stuff. So you know, people were probably saying, I don't know, Dave, you probably thought that the um, the, the replica of France kit in nineteen eighty four was the best home no, kit. I hated that kit. No, I never, never <laughs> liked that kit. So I thought, I, th- I thought, no, go on. <laughs> so um, yeah, I must admit that that probably would have got my vote. But oh, you have shared with me, well, everyone, that, the the winning yeah. kit, and I can certainly see why. Yeah, and um, I think. Uh, the away kits were quite interesting. There was a, there was a few third kits in there that uh, some of the fans hadn't seen. And after a while, fans started voting for for all reasons. And you know, they were all you know. One person said, "I'm not voting for anybody that's got Marcus Evans. No no kit with Marcus Evans on it." So that that happened. Fair play. Yeah, Another yeah. person said, "I hate the new badge. I didn't vote for anything with a new badge on." Um, somebody said, "I hate yellow. I can't believe we even had you know yellow kits, but they they were classic, Dave. You know, and certainly more oh. a bit more your era than than mine. Yellow, yellow with the uh, with the blue, blue pipe yeah. and the collar. Yeah. Oh, my first away shirt that was. And then we had people who were disagreeing. So you know, people were saying, well, yeah, it's got to be this kit because Town won the UEFA Cup in it. And then you've got, I, I think it was um, Olimar uh, Alastair kind of commenting back saying, well, you, th- this is a ki- a vote about the kit." aesthetically what's it look like not about how the kit you know what what the team played but I think after a while it was difficult to to separate the two Mm. so in short 
Um, I thought the uh, uh, the 1989, 91, and then the 1991-92 third kit, the Orange Away kit, that Tango kit, I wanted that uh, to win. That didn't go oh, as far yeah. as I wanted. Yeah, uh, nice. Red and black Inter Milan kits. We've had a, oh. <clears throat> a few of those, and they didn't really go as deep into the compos- into the competition as I thought. And we we came to a to a final. Um, so what about just oh, just just quickly one yeah. kit? I just remember. Sorry, Stan. I, mean, I should have followed more closely. What about the um, the classic <laughs> Blackburn away green one? Oh yeah, the the the, the mauve and green. Well, that was yeah. quite interesting because there was two kits: that one and also the the candy stripe one. Oh yeah. That people either they green they were one. Green one. They were yeah, Marmite kits. People yeah, loved them or, or, or hated yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think, you know, so I went through the home kit and it was the uh, 1978-81 blue with just the, the white trim, Classic. you know, BT and, and Walk and Mills and all of that sort of kit. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, and the away kit was won by the 81-84 the Pioneer pinstripe one, yeah, white and black nice. pinstripe. Yeah, that's a nice kit. Um, yeah, love very uh, difficult yeah. to find any footage of that kit with pioneer on it because obviously people might not know but back in the in the time when you when you had a sponsor on it at the start if your game was on tv then you didn't have the sponsor on the shirt because that would be given oh, wow. them a, a extra coverage yeah, so yeah. basically when you're looking at anything on the tv and town were quite popular being you know on on television back in the in the early 80s it's very you know so if everybody's got something with a, a, a the iconic kit with with pioneer on so anyway very quickly those two won so they then went into the super copper um, which is about to finish in about two minutes, and I think we've got we've got a clear leader. So I will I will wait. I will I will I'll, um, whilst Dave tells me what his favourite kit is or what his first kit was, I'll see how far away we are from the um, the final result. Go on, you could have gone. You could have got you could have got the kit a sort of kit into that and called it Super Kappa, but you know. Never, oh. So the um. So and also it was different, slightly different brands of kit, wasn't it? Because I mean, I think we had um, roundabout. When we got promoted last, we had punch, didn't we? Oh, punch. Yep. The homemade ones that uh, core as well. Don't forget. Core was the one. I think core was certainly on that. Maybe on that candy stripe one, or even on that green one. I think the core was only for the green one and the um yeah. the blue fade to white one. But oh, the, oh, how did that? How did the old the dipped one, the blue dipped one get? That on? was another Mar Mighty one, wasn't it? It was, but it went oh, it went it? deeper in the conversation in the comp- competition than than I thought it was going to. But yeah, it. Yeah. it it didn't, you know. The engravers were not worried about putting that name on the on the trophy. And the classic, the classic um, red boot lace. Yeah, so that's my first kit. 91, and, and 90, no, ninety-two, ninety-three type kit. Me, me and one. Joe struggled for that. Quarterfinals. I should have wrote yeah, all these down, but disgrace. yeah, quarterfinals. I think I think it went, it went yeah, out for. But yeah, just just having a look. Nice one, and, um, We've got oh. six minutes left in the oh, in the minutes. final. Well, let's yeah. get through Doncaster and we'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> announce it live. Yeah, on we the pod. cover that in four. <laughs> yeah. Um, good stuff, that. Thank you for that. And um, yeah, um, I assume that periodically you'll do a poll like this, won't you? So um, I'm sure the next one will be not too far away, and that will eat up some evenings in the in the colder winter, maybe. Um, let's bring things right up to date. Uh, what is your opinion of of this current kit, by the way, the Chevrons? Are you both fans of that, or do you prefer it with the Divide logo rather than the Magical Vegas logo? You... Magical Vegas logo looks better this season than it did Monocro, last season. Good, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I yeah, think I um, it's not, it's not a bad kit. Didn't, how, many didn't feature... those, how many of those shirts, Divide shirts, got released? Not sure. 
Well, I bought I bought a, a you bought about two hundred uh, a yeah. lorry load, yep. and most of them are on eBay now, about two hundred and twenty quid. Is that so. what they're going for now? Yeah. There you go. A couple hundred quid. Well, we'll see where that gets in the kit vote in a few years' time, eh? Unless <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but here's another thing. Where was he on Saturday? Oh, is, he, is, he, is, is Ed Sheeran now uh, part-time? He, he, he just likes oh, the Tuesday night games, doesn't he? Just does the Tuesday night games. What's he doing on a Saturday afternoon? <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> let's get. Let's move it forward anyway, Jets. Come on. Yeah. Um, I can hear Ben years. going crazy, and he's not even here. Um, Doncaster. Um, let's um, let's go through the teams then. Um, no surprises, gents, that um, we lined up in the four-four-two formation. A um, couple of bits of interesting team news. The first is that Danny Rowe missed out, um, apparently an ear infection, yeah. a nasty ear infection. Um, so Guion Edwards comes into the team. And on the bench, um, one Will Keane um, makes his way back into the squads, having only really featured partially for the under-23s. Um, your thoughts on that? Uh, thoughts on the continuity of the lineup, Dave? Um, Edwards for Rowe and Will Keane coming in? Yeah, I mean, King, sorry, Keane coming in, uh, very much, a, very much a plus for me. You know, back in the squad, a target man. Um, yeah, I, I really like. You know, I quite, I'm quite a fan of Danny Rowe. And I was a bit disappointed. I and I even said to you because I, I, I had a program. I, you know, usually got there like two minutes to three, with you know, late as you, well, not quite late, but. And I said to you at half time, "Are you going to bring Danny Rowe on?" He said, "He's not even on the bench, Dave." I thought, "What the <laughs> hell?" And then of course it transpires. Yes, he's got an ear infection, and we also had a. I think between us, again, that came out afterwards about um, Emir Hughes wasn't on the bench either, which again, we were sort of, a, oh, here we go. But then apparently he was ill, had some sort of bug or illness last week, so that was understandable. Um, yeah, and I suppose looking at it, Edwards, if he was going to stick with 4-4-2, Edwards was a natural replacement for for Rowe, although I'm not sure. I'd, I'd, I'd say he was largely ineffective, but mm. yeah. And, and Keane, um yeah, Keane, great. You know, yeah, very, very, very good. Like Will Keane was, I said, you know, before target man, and he's got, a, he's got a touch. His first touch is very good. He's a classy player, and I'm sure once he's up to speed, he will prove to be more than a useful acquisition. I think. Um, start, um, Alan Judge um, keeps his place in the team. He played for Ireland in midweek. Um, we've got plenty of questions on him, but were you was is that a decision you were supportive of? Uh, him being in the team, yeah. or, or last week being postponed because he was away with Ireland oh, we've, got, um, oh, we've got questions about that so um, we'll yeah, come back to that we'll point to that, won't we? it'll be interesting to see if he's in the next team oh there we go I mean I've got, I haven't got a problem I think I think what, what, we, what we all think I haven't got a problem with Judge Judge is a good player there's no doubt about it Judge is a good player um, and there's no you know, question to my to me that he shouldn't be in the team but he just shouldn't be in the team in in this current formation, I think there was something. Maybe I was alluding to some fitness there, but um, we'll we'll come back to it because it does honestly. Uh, questions on Twitter um, this week are one of three things um, in the yeah. main. Um, let's just I'll quickly give you Doncaster's team four two three one as we expected on the midweek show uh, with Ben and I. Um, Lawler and goal. Um, Reese James a left back, not that one. Um, Cameron John, Tom Anderson, Brad Halliday right back. Um, the two sitters, uh, two Bens. Ben Chief and Ben Whiteman, um, and then uh, midfield three on the left uh, in his large boys kit it was John Taylor, who thought I, I think he thought he was Jack Grealish um, mm. with the way he was uh, tired oh, yesterday. Three quarter socks, yeah. yeah, yeah, tight shorts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Coppinger's been around forever, um, anchoring in the centre there with Matty Lear on the right, and then Nylanis up front. And in the first half, 
gentlemen, um, not a huge amount to write home about for us. Um, I'll, I'll take you through the key bits and pieces as I've noted them down. Um, quite um, Throughout, the game was punctuated, particularly in the first half, with Doncaster actually getting behind us, um, getting around and behind us and getting balls across in penalty areas and scrambled clearances clear. So there's quite a few of those. The first of those was on the eight, eighth minute where we got our warning and we didn't really learn our lesson from that. Um, but 22 minutes is the first time where we have some key action. Um, Kenlock, uh, not for the first time, loses the ball. Um, it's Ennis who twists and turns and tries to get a shot, which he, which he does from the edge of the area, which Holly pushes away quite low. But there's actually two Doncaster players who are over on the um, our right-hand side um, and Whiteman who Managed to get the ball to Taylor, but he can't really get a shot away, and Scoose gets in there to intercept. But quite a lot of these kind of scrambled clearances, and um, yeah, hoping that um, players screw up their opportunities rather than us having men to cover. Um, 28 minutes, um, Scoose is clattered, there's, um, wins ahead of her actually, which actually falls to Judge, who tries to play in Norwood, but Scoose takes a that's a real um, one for the team header that he wins there, and he's down for treatment for quite a while. and um, fortunately is is able to continue 32 minutes judge with a speculative long ranger from uh, quite some way out which is low and wide um, 36 minutes I'm trying to remember if this is a judge corner or a free kick or just a cross um, Flynn Downs tries a spectacular Rooney-esque bicycle kick that flies into the uh, top tier of the Green Kingston perhaps um, but the um, the big moment really is on 43 minutes uh, before we get to half time um, Ennis, again, um, picks the ball up deep, um, has a nice one-two with Blair on the right-hand side um, and gets in down our left-hand side, cuts across. Um, Vincent Young actually comes across here. Um, can you got, either of you guys remember this, what happens next? Or do you want me to describe it and then we'll just finish off half-time? I remember, the, I remember the run, but I can't remember what happened, what happened, what happened next. So actually, Vincent Young does really well. He, he actually gets in front of Coppinger to stop him getting a shot away, but the ball actually falls through to Taylor again. Um, who can't get his feet right. I think he wants it on his left, maybe. Um, and so he has a couple of attempts to control it and then gets a shot off. And Holly's down quite quickly to to clear it and to save it. Um, but that was the last kind of key action of the first half. And I think, um, stat, it's a message that Doncaster were probably the better team throughout that first half. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. And I'd say it's probably a message to, to most of the fans that, you know, well, you know, going back to what we were saying about Paul Lambert and the connections that he's made and stuff like that and more fans are coming and I think he's raised the expectation levels and you you know you're suddenly top of the league your manager's one manager of the month and we you know we speak about the curse and stuff like that but I think I think that was a wake-up call for for us fans just to think that you know as much as we we joke uh, or maybe don't joke about 100 goals and 100 points and you know really see this as being a positive season um, it's not going to be easy and I think this is one of the games where you know and certainly for me I thought you know, Doncaster actually playing really well, and and if they'd have gone in one nil up at half time, I don't think anybody could have argued. And like you said, that that effort when it came across and it went in the in into the middle of the just outside the six yard box, and he, he should have he should have scored, but you know, he like you said, he got he got his feet caught up, and um, the chance was gone, and, and and Holy was out there to to save. But no, I thought I thought Doncaster played really well, and before Dave comes in, there's just another observation: the referee had the loudest whistle that I've heard at Portman Road for some time. And he used it a lot, much to to much of the home fans' annoyance. Would you agree, Dave? Um, I can't say I really noticed that too much, <laughs> to be to be honest. I, I didn't know, not really. Um, yeah, it was usual, usual sort of a few fussy. What you thought sort of fussy fouls more than anything. Yeah. I didn't think he was. I don't know. I didn't really. I was just just disappointing. The first half was just flat. I thought I thought we were really flat. And do you know what? 
I, I, I think when we saw Ben, it was when I bumped into Ben at half time of the, um, the Shrewsbury game. Ben was saying, "I'm really confused. You know, all right, we're two nil up and we're sort of top of the league, but we're being outplayed, aren't we?" And it was much the same. All right, we got the early goals against Shrewsbury, you know, penalty and you know got a really good goal, a first goal. But um, yeah, Shrewsbury really that even that first half. You know, dominated the ball was much, pretty much as much, I'd think, as, as as Doncaster did. If Doncaster had a cutting edge, we would have been, yeah, I'd say, out of sight by half time. But we we would have lost that game yesterday. Hmm. Certainly would have lost that game yesterday. But yeah, I just thought they were quicker to the ball all over the park. Um, swamped our midfield again. I mean, totally swamped. Yeah, swamped and this the highlights whether, the four four two, doesn't whether, it? Whether, 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 whether a lot is that still, are we doing him a disservice here? Is still coming back to judge neglecting his defensive duties somewhat. I don't, look, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I thought they really can play some, you know, fair play to them. They played some super football, I mm. thought. Really nice football. Nice, quick, incisive passing, wasn't it? But no it? cutting edge. No cutting yeah, edge at all. no, indeed. But one of the things I'd say about the first half, and, we, you know, we, we talk about Paul Lambert and, you know, reconnecting with with the community and the club reconnecting with the, the, the community around. I mean, I, I think certainly in the evidence of the first half, he needed to kind of reconnect his, his two forwards because Caden Jackson and, and, and James Norwood played like they hadn't really, you know, but, seen each other. Um, however, and that, that, no service at all. No service. No, 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 no. The one thing that I would say, you know, that it, it was, I, I liked uh, Norwood in the first half more than I did Jackson, just purely because Norwood is... He's a, an annoyance, and he was trying to win the balls in any way whatsoever. So at one point, I think he kind of twisted his body rank, and he knew it was going to hit his back. He was quite a clever strike, you know, and he was going to, he was going to bounce off his back and go in the direction of Caden Jackson. But for me, those two were were really disappointing in the in the first half. Well, actually, their 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 um their whole partnership during the game, I was I was disappointed with those two. But again, that's us being spoiled with you know having someone who scored you know five four goals or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm. I, as, as I said, I saw I saw the first half as a um, welcome to League One. Mm. I think so. I, look, I, I think more. I think obviously they've done their you know, obviously done their homework, done their homework on it. You know they pushed their fullbacks up high, and yeah, I just thought yeah, it was, it was tactically they were tactically they were very good, and you know just absolutely um, yeah, sort of virtually ran all ran all over us a bit really. Mm. But I think Jackson's very much. I, I tell you. I, do take what you mean, Stan. I think Jackson's very much a sort of, as, as all forwards are to a degree, a confidence player. When Norwood's got that little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? Arrogance about him, sort of thing, you know, which yeah. will, you know, if he's not getting in the game, he'll make something happen, be it on the ball, off the ball, where Jackson's not quite got that persona about him, sort of thing. So, in some ways, you look at Jackson, you think he's not in a very good game, maybe his head's dropping a bit, sort of thing. But, yeah, to, yeah. I, mean, if, I think in fairness, too, they got precious little service. None True. at all. Yeah, yeah, and, and to quote a, a previous manager of ours, Doncaster, no mugs at this level either. So, you know, oh. we, 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 I think certainly David and I discussed this, and Ben and I on the pod as well midweek. This wasn't going to be an easy game, and and that it, it proved that way. To be fair though, um, potentially uh, Lambert gave him a bit of a bollocking at half time, and we came out with a bit more intensity in the second half. And to play this way, this counter attacking style, we do need to have more intensity. And forty nine minutes, um, Edwards get in, gets in down the right hand side, crosses. Jackson great actually cross. does does really well. He rises above everyone else. Yeah, can't direct his header on goal though. Um, that was a great a good ball. opportunity though, because no, he, he almost just clipped it. Then it's superb ball. We almost you think the ball was almost running off him and suddenly sort of like clips it as a great ball yeah a bit unlucky that I was looking right along the line and I, you know Jackson timed it perfectly just yeah. couldn't angle his neck um, yeah 
not a huge amount of clear-cut chances though for either side really um, and then there's this double change and there was a bit of a debate on the Blue Monday WhatsApp group I, I alluded to it at half time just now about the 4-4-2 versus the 4-2-3-1 and, and maybe the overload of midfielders there an opportunity for Lambert potentially to change it which he doesn't do um, he switches um, Georgiou in for Edwards and Nolan on for Downs um, gentlemen, your your thoughts on whether that was an opportunity to do something a little bit different, or whether it was just doubling down on the four four two, and hoping it would we would play out the game as as we've kind of done the rest the rest the rest of the season so far. That that worried me a little bit that that change there because you know when he saw it coming, I was thinking okay, you know we we can all see that you know this isn't working, and we know that we're going to have to change things at, at certain points to to try and win games. Um, and you know just to bring on like for like, I don't I don't think it's smacked of the previous you know Mick McCarthy um, about you know let let's settle for for a nil nil, but you know I, I think he he really did have a chance to to say well let's mix things up here, um, and and he didn't, um, and effectively I think. They were probably two wasted substitutions. Obviously, we gained on fitness with the players on the on the pitch, but I don't think that um, Giorgio compared to to Edwards and well, John John Nolan, like I said, Flynn, Flynn Downs didn't have a didn't have a great half. Certainly, the first half for me, and I think um, John Nolan probably matched him in the second half. So I don't I don't I just think they were two wasted subs. Your thoughts on the performances? Nolan, I barely saw Nolan touch the ball. Yeah. Barely saw him touch the ball, really. Giorgio, yeah, I mean, he, he was very good. What was, his de- was it? Was it Wimbledon? Was it Wimbledon? His debut he was very good, wasn't yeah. it? It's when he came on half time against Wimbledon, and yeah, again, I think they sort of almost sort of doubled up on him. You know, when he got the ball, was able to drop his shoulder a couple of times. He did it, but they almost doubled up on him and played him quite well. But I agree with you, Stat. There was a, there was a chance there to do something. Um, you know, something, you know, perhaps play judge in, a, in the role where we all think you should be playing in that withdrawn role and do something slightly different. But, yeah, that was it sort of and almost cried out for that yesterday, didn't it? What was your take on Down's performance? It's a bit of a mixed one. You know, stats already alluded to. It, was a, it wasn't as the usual heights. Don't you think the problem was he picked up a yellow card reasonably early on? Did he? Yeah. 20, 20 minutes, 25, and I think given... Given his previous, <laughs> given he's got some previous, certainly pre-season and, and and certainly last season as well, I think maybe he's he was always then on a bit on edge. Do you think? I think, yeah, that, I, I think they had I think they had a, a bit to bear on his performance. I think it did. Maybe I thought it was a harsh Alecardo. So I think it was, oh, I agree. It was a sneaky little shirt pull to stop a guy running through the referee, and and then the, and then the Donny player pushed him, didn't he? Shoved Downs to almost to incite the reaction, which Downs to his credit didn't. And didn't do, but I thought it was a little bit harsh. It was a similar incident later on, which didn't get a yellow card for them. But um, just yeah, think, it just wasn't his day, was it? I just didn't think it was the same after that. Cause I think he started the game pretty well. I remember sort of yeah. like burst down the left, and he sort of burst into the box. You think, okay, this is where he's, you know, he's going to continue his sort of walk-like runs into the box and stuff. But yeah, again, I mean, yesterday we just didn't clearly this counter-attack you know get the ball forward to the front too early and feed off the second ball well we just weren't winning any second ball it mm. just wasn't just wasn't happening we actually have a question about why we seem to be struggling against the teams at the top end of the division I think maybe that's, that's maybe they're, something they're, they're so we'll, we will come back to that point but a, a minute later after the subs um Scoose does well to he slides in to intercept the ball actually on halfway and it actually ends up being a great through ball for Norwood, who wants to tell us about this? Dad, do you want to tell us through this? You're sorting out your sun lounge. Sun lounge, right yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, Norwood through. He's he's basically he's with the defender, isn't he? He's, he's not one on one with the keeper. He's one on one with the defender. What is? Yeah, what happens next? I, I, 
I like James Norwood. You know, he's got great personality. He's a great player on the pitch, and he kind of is the sort of player that I want. Is there to, a butt coming here? <laughs> it is a um, big butt coming here. And However. I'd like to think, yeah, I'd like to think <laughs> that he, he could be the new David Johnson. I, ha- I, ha- I hold him up in such oh. high regard that I think he could be like what? David Johnson. The only difference is. David Johnson would have scored that yesterday, and David Johnson would have scored the other chance. Um, that's that's not to that's not to knock James Norwood, but I think um, you know somebody who scored 149 career goals. You know, I think you know that he would have he would have wanted to um, to put one of those in the back of the net. And I just, I, you know, maybe I'm being a bit harsh because I, I I do I do think he does remind me of he could be a modern day Jono, and maybe I've just got to let him ease in, sort of thing. You know, Jono scored. Um, Ten goals in in fourteen matches, and I don't know what I don't know what James Norwood's on at the moment. And he's kind of explosive, but for me, if you if you if you're going to go up, chances like that, you've you've, you've got to score. Um, so he has the pace to get into in on goal, but it's a heavy yeah, touch, isn't that, it? Which he really diminishes his great options because he, he shifted the ball from his right foot to his left foot and left the defender for dead. He showed that really wow, where'd that come from? Really quick over five yards. Um, it's a heavy touch, though, John, isn't it, Dave? It's a great, it's, it's a good comparison stat, I think. But again, I think if you look back, probably Jono was playing with slightly better players and getting slightly better service. True, but you, you could argue, possibly. and, and that, you know, James Norton. I know he, he, he subscribes to this channel. He watches it every week. But you know, yeah. this is Jim. not, yeah, yeah <laughs> this is not, this is not knocking James Norton. I think, I think he's great. But you know, coming coming back defending David Johnson a little bit. You know, it, David Johnson was also up against better defenders from other teams and you know um and this was an individual effort at that point and i i I would have hoped that he would have scored and um but no i think think, you know do you think you've got to give a bit of kudos to the keeper there keeper you know came out pretty well well. well. i mean you know he makes you know he makes good contact with the ball he's not fluffing it he gets his shot away it's a little dink isn't it he tries to dink over the keeper doesn't he this one i'm not sure i thought you thought he went for a bit of power did he all right it was it's a bit of a dink or yeah yeah, well, and yeah. the keeper, the keeper, the keeper does, does well, you know, yeah. just gets gets something on it. We're all good keepers, you know. You'd, you'd hope to, but um, yeah, unfortunate. So I think at this point we are are the better team. Um, yeah. Though again, the lack of clear cut chances. There is a lot of possession and a lot more intent, but um, keepers not having a huge amount to do after that. Um, but Vincent Young, Kane Vincent Young is um, is. I really like these two-footed kind of jinking step over. He not step overs, but he he jinks past players, doesn't he? Two-footed. Seventy-two minutes. Um, yeah. th- this is a decent effort, right? Who wants to tell us about this one from the edge of the area? Yeah, he just sort of collects a ball from quite quite deep, and he's to me he almost gets tackled. Does he get tackled once? Maybe sort of rides a challenge, and from where I saw, and again I haven't seen this, I haven't seen this play back, but he sort of almost hits the shot as he's falling. It seems to be as he's off balance. It's a hell of an effort, mm. just. Not far over, it skims up, seemed to just skim the bar, didn't it? Just wide and just over, but yeah, right. A um, little bit of. It's been, yeah. <clears throat> bit sorry, both. it's been a long time since we've had a sort of a, a Gus Olumbeek type player. Reminds me so much so, of him. A marauder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. much reminds me of him. I think defensively, but he's got pace, so that he'll get himself out of trouble. He's got that. He's got that explosive pace. But I think, that, yeah, defensively, he's, I'd say he's and certainly not the well, he's not the finished article player. But yeah, he needs some work there. Perhaps sometimes again, just switches off, gets gets caught inside sometimes. But I think he's got, he, he, you know, till now he's got he's got the pace to, to perhaps get away with that. But yeah, he's <laughs> he's the sort of player. I mean, half a million again. Guys around me were saying, bloody hell, half a million. You know, mm. um, he, he continues like that this season. We're and we're. Where we hope we are um, at the, come the end of the season, 
he's going to be coveted, I'd think, certainly by the championship teams. If he keeps it going. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 79 minutes, Keane comes on for Jackson. Again, a, a light-for-light light substitution. And again, um, moments later, this is a big chance for um, for Doncaster. There's a bit of um, dallying in our midfield. Sheaf gets uh, in all kinds of space and, un- and unleashes a 25-yarder. Um, Stat, you, you're Green Kings, Dan, aren't you? You're, are you looking yeah. straight at this? Yeah, slams into the, the post. Sir Alf Ramsey stand to give it its Sorry, yeah, yeah. official name. Church, just churchmen's. Yeah. Churchmen's. <laughs> and, um, yeah, That's mean, close, we'll, right? Always is, always will yeah. be. Constant. Yeah, always, always churchmen's. And um, yeah. the when, when uh, you know when when the the shot was was unleashed, you, you're sitting there thinking that's a goal. You know, even if Holy's anywhere near it, he's not going to save it. And it, it happens, you know, just probably in the you know split second that you just suddenly hear the noise of the of the post and um you know the, the ball fortunately you know hits just on the outside of the post and and, and goes away but yeah great effort and I, I said to my son i said you know if they'd have scored that and you know no one would no one would argue and i think that was the kind of game that it was it was it was they were they were, they were we were sparring with them you know there, there was no killer blows or anything you know and i think it got to that point where some of them thought you know what i might actually spar by um putting some gloves on i might just see if i can give them a little bit of a, a bit of a knock and uh, I, th- a I think we knocked them up yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's on loan from because I like I like the look of him right through the game and yeah, just look, just double check the program. He's on loan from Arsenal, not surprisingly. Right. So he's got a pedigree that Ben Sheaf. I thought he looked yeah. um, he looked quite good. There was one or two neat and tidy players in midfield. Was it Whiteman? Was he the other one? I think yeah. they're quite neat and tidy. I thought Ooh. they they play some good stuff. But again, you know, do you know what we say? You know, you're on this sort of like winning or non-losing run, and when you are in the middle of some of these runs, I, mean, I know we said it before, and it's stat i'm sure there's no there's no stats to back this up but you do seem to get the rub of the green you know yeah. which which i know it's easy to say this but when you're on a when you're on a losing run as we were last season and stuff they were hitting the post coming back hitting bart on the shoulder and going in weren't they for christ so <laughs> yeah. just there's just fine lines really is yeah, yeah. No, but that's... no one could have been great you're right no one could have begrudged Donny that goal yesterday not at all and yet and yet um i, I briefly mentioned um alex kawamia coming on 84th minute, nephew of Chris, and there was a point at which there could have been a Kiwomia and a Dazelle on the pitch, but sadly Andre didn't, uh, didn't get on for us. <laughs> but 90 minutes, um, Judge goes long to Norwood. Mm. It's actually a lovely ball, lovely, um, finds him in all kinds of space, Dave, um, and we've already talked about the, you know, the first one where he's got a sight of goal here and creates a chance for himself, but this one, what's your take on his technique here? It does, does, does everything right I think doesn't he gets a shot away get a powerful shot away I mean what I like about him is and you know sorry banging on about this and don't laugh but he, he's very much two-footed he's not afraid you know the first one you know he wasn't afraid to you know take the ball away from his right foot on his left foot and this one he took let the ball basically drop over his shoulder I think again credit to the kick I think that's a pretty good save I mean powerful hit yeah yeah powerful hit I mean they're the sort if you sort of scuff them they'll, they'll keep us off balance they'll just creep in the far corner but um, yeah, fair play again to the keeper. He, look, he's got it on target. It's a good save. I was going to say, if he goes low there, Stat, maybe that he's got a better yeah. chance. Yeah, he could go low there. He could have miss-kicked it. You know, going true, back to the true. point that you were could saying, have, though, you know, yeah. some people have, 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 you know, would have scuffed it. But um, no, I think you know that, that that was a good save for me. This is the one that kind of comes over the top and he takes it on yeah. his chest. Did it? Yeah, That's that was good brilliant. And that, that for me, very reminiscent of a of a. Yeah. A, a young David Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, so let, let, let's hopefully Remember see. Goal, yeah. 
very similar goal Johnson scored and we played it the other week against Forest when Scoey knocks it on first game of season he sort of lets it drop oh and yeah, yeah lovely goal left that. foot 99, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. roars it in left foot yeah. so yeah. Let, let's see if James Norwood does does become as, as become the next David Johnson man I'm, I'm, I'm confident that he um, but again you know a game of his goal scoring record He's there, isn't he? A game of very few chances. You know, the yeah, two chances, yeah. full ten. You know, he's there, isn't he? So he'll he'll be all right. And a nice ball from from Judge, perfectly weighted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Lovely direction yeah. on it to take the defender out of it. But that, that's the last he's action got, of the good game. Good enough to do that. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to bring to balance to the you know the the debate <laughs> about whether he should be deceived. Um, but that's it. You know, that was a, another opportunity potentially for us to snatch something at the death there, like we have at Peterborough and Wimbledon. Um, yeah. But it's not to be. But a point, uh, a fair outcome there. Any any players kind of catch your eye, Dave? And start. I'll start with you, Dave. Any any players you want to call um, out who had I actually think a good it, game? Again, I think um, Central Two did well. Yeah. Um, I think um, Chambers and Wolfram both had okay games. Um, Wolfram's good because even when Wolfram's got pace and he's strong as well, even when he does switch off and you know he, he once I think it's certainly once yesterday he lost possession there and. Um, yeah, he's he's got that he's got that pace and aggression and strength to now to win it back. So I'm liking him a lot actually. I'm liking him a lot. Um, yeah, Vincent Young, I thought did 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 okay. You know when he's on the ball, bloody hell. You know he, stats nailed it. I think a bit. He's a he's a bit of a cross between old Fabian and, and Gus, isn't he? I mean superb. Um, Ken Lock, look, mm. uh, I think Ken Lock suffers because who he's got in front of him. I honestly do. Look, he's not the because of his style and his running. I think they call it running gait, or what they call it. You know what I mean? Um, he's never going to be the most silkiest looking footballer. He's just not. No, he's not, is he? He's just That's not. True. But there was one second half, brilliant, superb recovery just in front of me when he was. Yeah, near the end, actually. Kuwami, I think, wasn't it? Pace, mm. yeah. Won the ball back. Yeah. Um, but he's, uh, yeah, he's not having the greatest of seasons, but he's not helped by who's playing in front of him. Is that anyone you want to pick out either for being good or not so good? Um, four players are listed yesterday with Thomas Holy. I, I think, you know, we, we, we saw what he could have to offer offer us, you know, and certainly, you know, his, his goal was peppered a little bit more than, than it has been. Um, Luke Wolfredon and Luke Chambers were, were far better than OK, which is what, you know, Dave said. I thought, you know, they were they did really well. And um, Cole Skews stood out again. Ooh. He's kind yeah. of... Is he is he is he like a Franz Beckenbauer, Dave? Is he you know somebody who just kind of like strolls around and controls the game? You know, um, uh, is, is that is that too much of a comparison? But you can see what I, I mean. No, I, I think it probably I think a... it is probably. But he's yeah, it's it's a level for him, isn't it? He can he yeah. can say dominate games, but he can he can get the ball, the screen, you know, get the ball. And he looks good. And he's and look, he's got a great range of passing. I mean, I did see a comment, I think somewhere from Lambert pre-match yesterday saying that. Cole Skews is one that, all right, he's whatever he is now, but wish he had him at 26. And he said he's one that the Premiership has sort of passed him by and thought he's good enough to play in the Prem. Oh, Mick used to say oh. the same, didn't he? Mm. Sorry? Mick used to say the same. Yeah, they see him, look, they see him day in, day in training. Know. I think he gets a bad route. He's, he's got a great, he has got a great, when he's on, he's got a superb range of passing. He really has quick, short, long. Um, and I think, yeah, he's... Um, yeah, he'll he'll be fine at that. He'll be fine at that level and should should dominate games most of the season. Or certainly, you know, get on the ball most of the season and and dictate games. He should do, you know. Yep. Uh, but I think there'll be some as these players come back. You'd think with Skews, a bit like we have done already with Chambers, there will be some rotation with him. I would think. Yep. Stop. Um. Yeah. Miles Kenlock. Um. He, he didn't have a good game. Uh, I think it's fair to say. But you know that that point that that you said, Dave, right at the end. You know, he saved us a point effectively, I think, in that. Yeah. So I, I think, um, 
you know, we, we all have bad games, and you know, I was reading on Twitter that you know, is is he the next scapegoat? Which I which I hope not. I, you know, I think you know that there there are some some ways. You know, like you say, just like the way that he runs, that there are ways that people will then just pick on him, and he can just do other things, which are, which I think is quite harsh. But another player that you know I alluded to earlier was was Alan Judge, um, and Judge switching from one wing to the other, and then Edwards and yeah. stuff like that, and um, yeah. pinging the odd kind of two or three, you know really good quality passes but apart from that offered very very little and um defensively well you know the the, the question I, th- I think you know i said a couple of weeks ago paul lambert needs to decide what he's doing with alan judge who is with all due respect to all the other players who are all equally brilliant but alan judge is just a bit better than them he's got that much more quality and he's a player that we need to use but we're not using him in the right way he's you know is, is this is um you know, well, old Sergei Baltachar when he was playing, think, you know, um, left back. You know, and this... I think, I honestly think that Kenlock will be a much better player and look a much better player with someone like Natri, left-sided, more disciplined player like Luke Garbutt playing in front of him. And I think those first two got him to Garbutt. Gents, we're getting into Luke a Garbutt, we'll... question business here. So oh, okay, I, as much as yeah, I'd love to stifle right, you, uh, you know, yeah. when you're going off on one, it's. Um, we have got questions that will deal into this, and a few a few insights from people as well that might be interesting to get your thoughts on. Let's um, let's take them in um, kind of chrono- chronological order, um, and something that a few people have talked about. Um, Amy Downs, our Northern correspondent. Um, hello to Amy um, and Craig Fims. It's not a question about Steve Whitten, which is nice. Um, both of them ask about the international break. Um, let me read out Craig's um, question: the decision not to play in the international break was wrong in his opinion lost momentum um and he mentions that it was to allow judge to play for ireland um help or hindrance the international break dave your thoughts um yeah hindrance i just think lost lost a bit of momentum there you had a lot of momentum going into that um i suppose okay it gives it gives from lambert's point of view although he's only really judge away he was in first team contention realistic first team contention i suppose from his point of view it gives the likes of nciala hughes and these injured fringe players another week i suppose without a all right another another week without first team game you know a first team game to worry or concentrate on um just disappointing and and you know as i said before something i said last week you know look when they got to replay that game you know when that game's now going to be not replay but when that's that a tuesday game's night isn't played, it a bloody bomb november the fifth bonfire, bonfire night, night up yeah. at rochdale it's on a tuesday night clocks you know dark clocks would have changed by then cold or it's bound to be windy rainy freezing bloody co- away days are great but there's nothing quite like home comforts the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home advantage with mc delivery you win Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I'm not sure that's the right decision at all. I don't know. And I think yesterday, look, I don't think it's, oh, I don't think it's the right decision even if we'd have one, two or three nil yesterday. I still would have disagreed with it, but yeah, I think yesterday sort of shows shows it for what it was really. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, a, it was a, sorry, it was a terrible decision. We you know we could gone into that game last weekend, won it. Um, you know what would we be? Uh, what two points clear with it with the, with the game in hand? Um, I think Rich, you shared on the Blue Monday WhatsApp the players that were were fit that weren't even on the on oh, the bench Joe. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. We we've got an abundance of of players who were there, and you know Alan Judge has been kind of shoehorned into the team and Alan just said no that's okay look you know we're not we're not going to base our league one campaign on Alan Judge you know we're our squad so much stronger and would have brought it in and I I think I I think it was a terrible idea and um you know we was it 20 20 international breaks now with with without a win after it so yeah so I think we I think we might look at that decision twice I think Scoosby mentioned it as well that it wasn't it wasn't great so um yeah I think we can all agree on that one um Phil Jolly Phil Bohr Phil Jolly um the first question stat on on Judge and the 442 he's kind of mixed it together I will call out the people who have asked the same question as well because there's a lot on the same theme so sorry you can't read all these questions out but a lot of people asking the same stuff should we change formation or drop Judge it seems that that's the choice isn't it pretty clear today um, yes uh, uh, during Donny the playing wide in a 442 doesn't suit him and messes up the structure for the rest of the team we've talked about this constantly now stat is Lambert going to have to make a decision or is it a case of best players on on the pitch and just hope it comes together and against crapper teams and Doncaster maybe you win don't you I would hope that Paul Lambert is a slightly better tactician than best players on <laughs> yeah. the pitch and hope it comes together although at some maybe that's all I you need in League One some points I do have my doubts whether he's any better than that um, oh I like that from Phil so you know I think uh, my answer to that would be let's drop Alan Judge and let's bring him back when we need him it's brave isn't it Dave that cool would you do it? Is it? Yeah, no? I think I would. Okay. I think I think it's crying out for that, really. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, a question from um, from Seb, um, and again, this is about Kenlock. Um, will we soon see Garber or Georgiou become left back for the rest of the season? Kenlock is never convinced, in his opinion, um, with Kane, Vincent, Young, showing how attacking fullback influence play. Um, are we best off changing personnel? I think Vincent Young can play left back, by the way, as well. Just to no, I know he can. I, I just think he'll be. I just think he'd look a different player with a more disciplined. If they're going to play four four two, with a more disciplined left sided player playing in front of him. You're more be sympathetic, Giorgio, yeah. Be it a Luke Garbutt. Georgiou and Kendall had a decent link up at Wimbledon, didn't they? So um, um, maybe that substitution was, was suggesting what might come. Possibly, and I thought they did okay yesterday. You know, mm. um, when when you know, um, it, it doesn't it it. 
you know, judge playing there does is no is no help to Kenlock. Mm. Um, Mrs. Nuts, um, our friend Mrs. Nuts, also <laughs> talking about um, she she just wants to call out Kay Vincent Young who stood out for her. Um, as did you in a signature Fred Perry shirt. So um, did she co- did, yeah. She missed me at the end of the was game. Was there a yeah, VIP rope I'd... around you stopping the muggles from getting close uh, yeah, to you? Yeah, that's what it was. There's only yeah. so many. There's only so many you could speak to, isn't it, at once? I mean, you know, we were hanging around the bins out the back of the co-op stand at, half, at half-time. I thought it may have been when she saw us, but uh, she'd have had a Blue Monday, um, a Blue Monday, proper Blue Monday get-together. Well, what, half of the Blue Monday, uh, half Three of the Blue Monday sevens, team, would it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so come and do yeah do meet Dave in the fan zone at half time everyone he is there um, he, yeah and maybe Ben sometimes open well. up the fan zone especially <laughs> the autograph tent will be open next month um, Mullet um, playing badly and getting results is the mark of a good team does that still apply to making a point um, of the quality and quantity of players left out of the of, to, of the team on Saturday before kick off so um, playing badly and getting good results. Let me read that again. Um, does that still apply after making a point of the quality and quantity of players left out yesterday's stat? Should I? Should I, we I, be tearing it up? No. Um, no excuses, really. No, I, I don't think. I don't think. You know, like I said, yesterday was a wake-up call. So I think you know, realistically, people who thought that we might be tearing it up, you know, we we will be tearing it up, but. Um, not as fast as I think that we thought we would be. We will certainly be, you know, troubling the the the, the automatic promotion places. I'm 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 certain about that. Um, so not I a point to be of, sniffed at, though, is it? Yesterday? Oh, no, Saturday. I, I come out of the game, um, and it's a bit like that gif you've got with Roy Hodgson, where he's kind of sitting on the bench like this, <laughs> um, and he's really happy, and then he gets a bit. But it was a little bit like I walked out of the game, and I thought, oh, I can't believe this. You know, we just we just got a point, and then I heard someone say. Oh, we're up to second now, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, oh, well, uh, yeah, let, let's take the point. We're not going to win every home game and stuff like that. So, you know, we we, we need to take these. Um, so let let's not turn it into a McCarthy mantra. But you know, every every point's a prisoner. I, I honestly think, as as League One goes, I think you'll find they're they're quite a decent side. I yeah. think they'll be challenging as well. I'm not saying top two, but I reckon they'll be around around the playoffs. They they I thought they were very good actually. Yeah. And with like I said, with a little bit more up front. Yeah, real threat. Um, Pete even uh, I think we've dealt with. Uh, I think he, he part of his question is about who should play ahead of Kenlock. He, he's his question is similar to Seb's about Kenlock. But um, are we thinking Georgiou is the best pick there ahead of him uh, as left back? Uh, left midfield. Sorry, if you're going to stick with Kenlock. I'm oh, sorry, ahead. Oh, oh, who ahead, of, ahead of him? Yeah, either either him or Garbert. Yep. I mean Garbert. Don't forget, Garbert. I mean, played a game and a bit and scored two goals for Christ's sake from left midfield. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, was our leading scorer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stat. Um, can you remind to take us down memory lane briefly? Robert Mason. I think you dealt with this on Twitter. Um, he suggested that, um, that apparently Norwich have done some um, sticker album stuff. We've done that, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I did say I'd dig it out. Um, but we'll find you know, it. W- w- weekly or fortnightly update. Um, so we're still having building work. So stuff is all over the place. But yeah, t- I think it was 2014, 15 or 15, 16. They produced their own kind stickers of in the program, wasn't panini, there? Panini stickers sticker in the, cards yeah. in the stickers in yeah. the program. Yeah. yeah. So it was so we'll encouraging it people to buy a program. Um, and it was really good. And I think that I think they should carry it on. So um, did you complete yeah. your stat? Um, I, you know, apparently I've just just. Um, my son completed his. Apparently, it's his, <laughs> even though I'm I'm looking after it yeah. for him. Nice. Yeah, okay. uh, Robert asks, and I'll have an answer from both of you on this one. Who would be um, if if they were to do one? Who would be this year's shiny for you? Start. Who's your Who's your 1920 ITFC sticker album shiny sticker? Luke Chambers. Dave. I think to go 
go with his shiny head, it'd be James Norwood, wouldn't it? Norwood. I, I think you'd have to. Maybe Lambert. There you go. Go for a manager. Whereas usually the badge, isn't it, that's usually the shiny as well, isn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, with the next year being a, a, an international competition year, I'm looking forward to the Panini album again. There will be swaps he's done on Twitter again. Um, but yeah, this is a shout out to Ipswich Town to bring it back. I think we like that idea. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Matthew Noble uh, again it's another question about Kenlock but I'll take an angle to it about whether Kenlock is just this year's scapegoat um, Dave there's all, it's this, always this thing with Ipswich fans isn't there there's always a scapegoat we've always got someone to moan at is, is Kenlock just the unfortunate scapegoat this year I think so I think he's uh, like I said before perhaps because of his style and yeah which which perhaps <laughs> yeah looks more when he's not having a great game just looks a bit what's the word clumsy maybe but let's look um yeah, I think, as we've said previously, with a more naturally left-sided player, but, but a more disciplined player playing ahead of him, I think um, his performances will improve and hopefully there won't be any scapegoats this season. Indeed. Can I, can I come in on that? Yeah, yeah. Go on Ken, to that. Kenlock playing in a defence yes. that's only conceded four league goals in seven oh, league matches. You have to go back to 1987-88 oh. for, for that to last happen. And the only time it's ever been beaten was in 1980-81 where we conceded three goals in the first God, I love seven this, matches. Do you know what? Can I just lie. throw something in there? Do you know I think our left back in 1987-88 might have been potentially the worst Ipswich player I've ever voted for one Graham Harvey. Graham Harvey, yeah. And it was, yeah. And, um, wow. So that was John Duncan. So you, are you liking Paul Lambert to, to John Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> well, let that one fester there but for I a little bit. The let that one think. just hover. He's part of a, a, a defensive unit, which, you know, Paul, Paul Lambert's, you know, Mick McCarthy used to concentrate on defence, but Paul Lambert's shown him how to do it in about six months. It's really good to, you know, not to be conceding that many goals. And, it, it, you know, they're, they're a defensive line and he, he does that job. Um, yeah, let's, you know, and I think it's all right to criticise people. I haven't got, you know, an issue with that. And I don't want people to come on the pod and say, oh, yeah, you listen to them on there and they're, they're all saying positive things, you know, because I think if a player doesn't play well, I think I think it's, you know, part of us as fans just you know, having that opinion. But um, I think some people are just kind of just taking it a bit too my, far now. Yeah. My point is, who's going to play there? Yeah. Who's going to play left-back if he's not playing left-back? Are they going to put Garber, potentially Garber, I suppose, potentially. Yeah. I think Georgie I mean, might have a push, but... We're, I don't know, we've spoken about Garber, and I think but, the feeling is that don't see it, don't ooh. see it really. So who's going to play there? Surely he's not going to move, he won't move. I mean, you said that Vincent Young can play can play left back Christ you ain't going to move him across my god no. why would he move him across or you uh, change no, formation no, no. Don't you? you go to three at the back is the only way to fix it and then push cannot further up the pitch so he's not a defensive issue Abs- uh, yeah absolutely and look NCR are coming or, back uh, for certain games that may well be or you play Garber or uh, Georgia as, wing, as the left wing back so there's options there but I think yeah, the message from the pod is be nice to Kenlock I think and acknowledge that you know the defence isn't actually that bad no they're, they're doing very well but you know you know, Mick, Mick McCarthy used to get criticised by playing low knees over over the the, the younger players, and it was yeah. like given. Mm. And you know what what we're talking about then? You know, people are now immediately changed their opinion to say, well, actually, let's get rid of Kenlock, and when Garbutt's fit, let's bring him back. And you know, he's he's an academy player, and he, you know he's he's not. I don't want to break it to anybody, and Miles Kenlock, but he's not the greatest left back in in history. You know, we're we're in we're in the third tier of English football, and he he's not going to be classy all the time and he is going to make mistakes but he wasn't the only player on the pitch on, on Saturday that played misplaced passes and you could probably nearly every member of the, the team did that um, 
So let, let's give him a chance. But no, Luke, Luke Garbett, I don't want no Loney coming in over our own like, left. I think back. it's, a, um, and I think you made a good point about the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is certainly in the last couple of games is starting to impress me more. Looks at certainly a lot more decisive. And Christ almighty, he's got a long kick, hasn't he? All right, much perhaps sometimes to our detriment, but good God, he can launch it, can't he? I'm going to move us on, gents. Let's, let's rattle on. through some more questions here. Um, uh, Dommy Boy, 79, he's asked about, no more questions about Kenlock. I think we've dealt with that one now. Uh, and Garbutt, um, and and Judge, I think, as well. Um, Phil Marshall, um, who are, uh, Dave, let's ask you about this one. What's your opinions of Paul Lambert as the tactician? We've talked about the the opportunity to change things as a substitute. What is your general... Phil's yeah. not. Phil's thinks the jury's still out. Or his opinion is he's not convinced. I, I agree, I agree. The stat made a very good point and, you know, a few minutes ago that there was a good opportunity to change it To change it yesterday. And, I, and I, again, I saw someone, someone um, talk about this on the forum, I think, last night after the game, that it's almost a case of, well, if it ain't broke, don't sort of fix it. And we're still undefeated, all right, yesterday... All right, perhaps tactically we were slightly naive yesterday, but got slightly um, overrun a little bit yesterday at times. But um, look, we're still 1 4 Drew 3, still unbeaten, second in the league. I can't see it changing at any time. So I think Joe, it was Joe, Joe made this point in the WhatsApp group to say that, you know, I think while we are getting results, positive results, it'll stick with it. Mm. Um, Was that But he does need to be more tactically flexible. Okay. I won't ask you to score him out of 10 for tactical ability, but there's some questions there. But yeah, whilst it's st- the stats again is what I think we need to pay most attention of. And, and we've talked about this on midweek show as well. Still early in the season, guys. Still mid-September. Let's um, let's make judgments about our tactical prowess maybe when we've had a few more games under our belt. Um, Neil Wilmore, uh, Wilmore asks us about... Um, uh, the international break we're done with that in one nil. Thank you for the question, though. No. Um, Craig Fincham, who's your man of the match? We've he he advocates Scoose. We talked about Wolfenden as well. Scoose and Wolfenden, the two f- for us. Is that who we're putting forward? Holly as well, maybe. Yeah. Start. Excuse. Yeah. Scoose. Yeah. Um, Stat. Um, Alex Pryke asks if you can play a left back. I can, actually, that's what I used to play. I, I used to play up front, and I was likened to a. a uh, Niall Quinn on acid, which I'm not quite sure what that ever was. Never saw him on acid, um, and so then I found that uh, yeah, the only position that was left in the team was left back. So and I was left footed, so that was quite quite good for me. You could do um, a job left back as well, Dave. Can you? I, 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 I played left. I played yeah. left back before. Yeah. Sorry, stack on. No, I, I think you know. I was just about to say, you know, Dave playing just in front of me it might might make my job a bit easier. Well, that's a good combo. That is a good combo. Um, Arthur Pitthorn's asked us about Vincent Young moving to left back and Danassian coming in at right back. Danassian, we forgot all about Danassian. He can play left back as well. Are we, are we, Next question, no? please. Okay, yeah, that, on, there on. you go, Arthur. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, Arthur. Ludicrous Wade. Chris ITFC. Um, let's talk about this formation thing. Um, he thinks we need to adapt for every game um, and he's, he thinks the 3-5-2 would suit our squad better stat. Let's go back to you. 3-5-2, does that fit off? personnel maybe or what's your yeah. thought uh, well he obviously he tried that against Tottenham Tottenham under 21s um, and I, I think I said in the pod a couple of weeks ago I think that's the route he'll go when you know NCR is fully fit I think I think he'll go NCR Chambers and Wolfenden um, but who knows he hmm. should have changed it on Saturday so I'm not going to guess whether he's going to change it within the next few weeks or not so is he, it 4-4 Four four two until we lose. That's the theory that Ben and I had on. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Wow. Four four two until we lose. So that will be 
what September 2020 when we we lose uh, uh, away to Norwich in the championship. <laughs> there you go. There's a prediction for you. <laughs> I'm liking that. Um, Dave, question from ITFC Mark, um, and we, this is the one I was well, talking about before. You're right. There's that. Let else. Strobe lighting effect. Light. There we go. Um, are you All concerned right. that we don't seem to be able to beat any team pip to reach the playoffs? Um, he's, <laughs> he mentions Judge as well, but I'm going to leave that one. Um, thoughts about um, our... So it's draws against Sunderland, Peterborough, and now Doncaster. Um, thoughts about whether that is something we should be worried about or not? Not at this stage. It's so early, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I, I'd say no, obviously Peterborough are flying, and I think we... Um, now, even this early in the season, looking at their form since that game, uh, that will turn out to be quite a good away point, for, for goodness sake. But no, look, Sunderland at home. Sunderland, Sunderland at home, we dominated and would have got all three points. They never looked like scoring bar a, bar a catastrophic mistake. Um, and yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I think, you know, looking at a lot bigger pitch yesterday, just came and did a right job on us yesterday, really, didn't they? Yeah. And we can't, we're not going to win every week, guys. Oh. So let's, uh, maybe our expectations are, you know. Absolutely. As we mentioned, um, Dylan, thank you for your question. I got asked about Judge um, Ian McIntyre. Stat: um, Did we make a mistake by not asking Excuse to just sit on Coppinger? I thought Coppinger didn't do much. He had a shot, I think, possibly got involved in a bit of stuff. Busy, but was he about fifty-seven now? Yeah, I think we, you know, like we were linked with him quite a while ago, so I wouldn't want Excuse to sit mm. on him. But uh, no, I thought I thought Skews did a good job, and and Coppinger was kept quiet, in my opinion. Um, he was just busy picking up little little things and pocketing stuff. He was there, though, but he was doing okay. But what I would like to say is, did his wife ever take that job at the hospital? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not sure if anyone can confirm so, that. Yeah, obviously, she's probably been there 12 years now, still, still commuting back and forth from Doncaster. I love transfer deadline day. Um, <laughs> and Andy Grimes asked about formation. Thank you for the question, Andy. We um, dealt with that one. Um, Michael Smith, not that one. Uh, Mike Clacton Smith won. If you want to follow him on Twitter, um, a difficult day against a well-organised Doncaster. I think we agree with that. Um, lack variety and playing the ball long a bit too much. Um, he was advocating Dobra maybe coming on for the last 15 minutes. Dave, your thought on whether Dobra cameos might be something we start to see? Yeah, would have, would have perhaps liked to have seen it. I don't think yesterday was the game for that though, wasn't it? It was tight, and you don't want to be losing the game. Not saying that him coming on would have lost this game, but it would have been a bit of a a bit of a punt, I think, yesterday. Had we been chasing the game, then maybe or two or three ahead that's where I think you're likely to see him isn't it mm. not in a tight game like yesterday okay um, and finally um, from ITFC analytics stat um, he um, talks about um, judge operating wider than Edwards today or yesterday sorry and throughout the season so why need to scapegoat him being our best creator so far um, I don't know whether that's... I think that he is judged there, so I've fallen into my own trap of asking a judge question. But, um, your thoughts about judge being our best creator so far, though? Have you got any stats on where, whether he's... how many goals he's created or crucial passes? I don't Oops. worry about that modern-day stuff. XG, you know, but, no. You know, it's, it will be incomplete records unless someone's going to show me how it's which got on in 1952-53 and who created every goal on the record. It's not going to happen. So, no, I'm not interested. I'm more interested in... Teams that we play, that uh, the team's initials match their own manager's initials. Oh, we love that. So, kind of stuff, for example, yeah. um, Coventry City, we played them when Roy Keane was manager and Chris Coleman was 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 manager. So keep up, Dave. Uh, Stoke City, we played them when they had Steve Cottrell. And I guess what I put that on the ITFC on the Twitter timeline, and I didn't really get a great deal of response. I thought that some people were going to help me. Oh really? well, we'll re- retweet it, put it out again. We'll, we'll do that one again. I like that kind of stuff. 
So they, that's that's the kind of stuff you get from us ITFC. Do Don't bring your proper stats to the table. Yeah, they're close, close. Haven't done very well against Darren's of late. I think there's probably only one one victory against Darren's in the last. Really, I kid you not. This is what we, we want. We haven't beaten a, a team beginning with D um, since the last time we beat Derby, and I think that was seven or eight times that we've we've um, uh, failed to to beat a team. There's not many though, is there? D. There's not. How many teams begin with Slow D in the NFL? Day, yeah, we'll be yeah. playing Dartford soon, so I won't worry There we go. Well, let me give you some more teams that begin with letters in the alphabet. I'll yeah. do the roundup. Thank you for the um, questions again. A lot of those about um, similar themes, so apologies if I didn't read yours out, but yeah, please send them in. That's, uh, we always like your questions. Um, uh, let's go through the roundup then. Um, in alphabetical order, I believe these are. Um, Wimbledon won, Shrewsbury won. Um, just pick out the ones that sound interesting to you guys. I'm not sure all of these are exciting. Um, Accrington won, Sunderland 3. Um, Blackpool nil. MK Dons, our opponents Ooh. on Tuesday 3. So um, Simon Grayson, who's who was up for manager of the month, he's got a pasting from um, Paul Tisdale's MK Dons. That's going to be... See, um... That Curtis tilt dropped the right ricket. Got caught in possession. Centre half absolutely got taken to the cleaners. Yeah, um, but I think for the first goal, Brady. All the best teams yesterday drew. So Burton Albion nil, Coventry City nil, Flying High Sky Pusp. Blues, um, Gillingham two yes, Pusp. Um Gillingham two Wickham nil. Um, so Wickham, um, another um, well, Gareth Ainsworth his side to side well should be nominated for Manager of the Month as well. It's a defeat Gillingham for them. Next, Gillingham next Saturday. Gillingham well. next telling Oh, yeah. Have a good shout. And Ainsworth linked with the Lincoln job. Is he? I think... Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember who else I've seen linked with that one. Because that was not a good... Um, the Ainsworth and Flynn. Michael Flynn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, the Cowley brothers have departed. And as perhaps most of us expected, Lincoln lost on Saturday to Bristol Rovers at home. So that's... Um, yeah, Lincoln might um, struggle for a bit. Um, big appointment there needed. Um, Oxford three, Tranmere had not started well. James Norwood's old team nil. Peterborough six. Um, our opponents that we should have played last weekend, Rochdale nil. That is a big, imposing win for Peterborough, who are on a four-match unbeaten run since they drew you with see us. That, you see that their front three. If you conclude Madison as their front three, so Madison Tony and that Ezai, what his name is, have scored seventeen of their eighteen goals. <laughs> That's um yeah, Peterborough are gonna be close, aren't they? Um yeah. another team who should be going close is uh, Rotherham, though they were playing Bolton and they won six one. Um the newly reformed Bolton with Josh Emmanuel and Daryl Murphy in the team. And finally, South End three, who are struggling. South End three, a last minute equaliser against yeah, Joey great. Barton's Fleetwood great at home, point. which is a good result for them. Um, I don't should... think I don't think going back to Bolton, I don't think Murphy played. I'm not sure Murphy's fit. I suspect not he's yeah, he's not, not featured sure he's too played, much. Might have got that wrong. Yeah, um, which means um, that Coventry City lead the way um, with 16 points, and behind them is Ipswich Town with 15 points. Um, a quick extrapolation for you, which is um, over 44 games, we would finish with 94 points from our um, our current tally, which is just over two points per game. Um, other teams um, nearby Wickham level on points with us, but a game in, um, have played a game extra. Um, having lost, um, and Fleetwood still are there or thereabouts, 14, Sunderland 14, Peterborough 13. Um, anything you want to call out there, gentlemen, before I am... Um, Doncaster are the team. Doncaster got... If they, were, if they win their two games in So, hand, yeah, so yeah. they're also un unbeaten. Um, so there's only three teams in the division that are unbeaten, which is Coventry, us, and Doncaster. Mm. And you're right, yeah, two games now in which... Well, one of them won't be played now, will they? 
Um, Point. So um, yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, so that's it. Think. So that's um, that is the roundup. That is where we are at. Let's um, I've got I've got a game for you, gents. If you're up for that, should yeah, finish with a bit of game. Yeah. yeah. Well, this yeah. is where you're going. These new games always worry me. Stats, what you get sprung on you. So play your stats right. I'm not going to uh, brought a pad. You got a pad. I'm not going to uh, play the theme music this week. But um, I might, if I can figure out a way to get the video sources, um, when I host, I might I might make it more interactive. So this week's topic is league final league positions for each of the seasons under sir bobby robson wow league finishes and what we do is i will give you the well i'll give you the starting point and i'll give you the first position and then i want you to tell me whether the next season was higher or lower than the one that preceded it so let's start You'll figure it out as we go along. The first season under Sir Bobby Robson, as we all know, was the 69-70 season, where we finished 18th. The next season, 70-71, was it higher or lower than 18th position? I'll take an answer from both of you. Let's see how many links um, you can get together. 70-71. I want a higher or lower. Stat. Go, was, let me we finished. Yeah, but on. when you say higher, do you mean... Oh, sorry. Number, is the number higher or lower? Higher? Um, I want the number. Is the number? Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Was it, we finish let's lower do a league position. Higher? Let's do that. Let's do that. Lower? I have just we higher, in the higher in the table lower or in lower the in the table. So Thank his you. first season, we finished 18th. Yes. I'm saying we finished second season, almost relegated. I'll say we finished lower. Lower? Stat? I'll go with Dave then. It is lower. It's 19th. Um, 71, 72, higher or lower than 19th position? 71, 72? Yep. Oh, yeah, mid-table, probably about 13th, so I'd say, yeah, certainly higher. Stat? Yeah, 13th, do you think? 12th. I know we were inventing another game within the game, but yeah, so, higher. It's higher up the table. Dave, definitely Dave higher was, the table. was spot on with 13. Wow. <laughs> That's fair play, Dave. Well, Cheers, there's a, what there's are you a, reading? The, I read anything. I've got a, no there's, helpful there's, notes. So the, need, this is Bobby Robson's stat. You don't need notes for Bob. Come on, come on. No, Bob. Well, let's. Well, well. So I'm, I'm going to give keep double. Going. I'm going to give double points if if Dave can keep naming the league positions. Oh, all, all right. right. Um, but 72, 73, higher or lower in the league than 13th? Uh, 72, 73. Um, UEFA Cup certainly higher. I'll give you the position in a minute. Go on, stat. <laughs> I'll give you the position. Higher and fifth, fourth. It is fourth. It's fourth. Dave, are you fourth. written these down? No, mate. You've predicted them. Um, Where are we going? So, so I'm going to skip 73, 74 because we finished um, also fourth. So I didn't have high, lower, or the same. Um, but 74, 75, higher or lower <laughs> than fourth? We all know the answer to this, don't we? What? What if it was three points for for a, a win? <laughs> yeah. Stop it now. I want to know where we actually finished, not where we should have finished. Higher or lower than fourth? I think 74, 75. I believe we finished third. I think we finished third. Start. Or oh, it might have been the same. I can't remember. It's either third or fourth. Well, we wouldn't oh, do so it I'd say higher. 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 Third, yeah. It is higher. It's third. Um, 75, 76. Higher or lower than third? No. Uh, lower. Sixth. Sixth. Loving it. Yeah. Lower. Sixth. This is good. Didn't get any for cup because Southampton no. won the cup. Um, seventy six, seventy seven, higher or lower than sixth? Higher. Third. Third. Nice. Love it. This is too easy. 
Um, 77-78, we know what happened this season, but not a good season in the league. Um, so I can give you this one because it's a, a massive statistical outlier. Do you want to give me the position? Eight, it's lower. Eight, eight, 18th. It is 18th. Gents, this is too easy. 78-79. Um, for him, he's got, he's got it written down. 78-79 um, is higher. It's, it was um, sixth. sixth. Love it. 79-80. Here we go. Third. This is a different quiz to what I had in mind. I've, I've got much more difficult ones for the future weeks, by the way. So this is just an easy win. Um, 80, 81, we know whether we finished this season, don't we? Higher. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that was too easy. So the, for the benefit of the people who were listening, who maybe are not as statistic, oh, whatever the word is, not as nerdy. I was trying to find a nice word. Not as nerdy. That was brilliant. We'll take nerdy. Yeah. Yeah, in a good way. I yeah, mean it like in a nice nerdy. way. That was, Did so you that's say it was going to be... When, when's the difficult one? Uh, it's um, in future weeks. So I've yeah. got. Um, yeah, sorry. I reckon it always backfires. And Joe ruined it last year with the top Trump stuff. Oh, that's right. I, I just John got Dun a terrible record. I reckon the John Duncan one might be tricky. Oh, yeah. There weren't that many seasons, though, I were there? I might do Paul Hurst League positions for each three, match. Three, three, yeah. But yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank uh, you, gents. Nice that was one, too easy. Yeah, nice one. Sorry, I ruined it. That's all right. Um, Let's um let's let's talk about Come on, yeah. End on a high. Man, how do I how do I go after that? Um, let's talk about MK Dons, shall we? Um, big. Oh, can I just interrupt you? You can. Oh, tell us. Oh yeah, give us the kit. The final scores. Yeah, the the, the final score. That the so I'll read it out. Uh, there were two outcomes on the ballot paper, and the vote was fifty two percent, forty eight percent in favour of Lee. Oh, no, sorry, it's the wrong bit. It was sixty one percent. To 39% with the classic home kit winning over the white pinstripe uh, Pioneer kit. So, Adidas Football, uh, Ipswich Town, if, if you're watching this, I would suggest that next season they do something like that. Keep it simple. There's your retro replica. That was, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, but I think I tend to agree a bit with, um, I've got to agree with Alice there a bit there, that I think it was um, perhaps the team. Uh, and the team achievements perhaps a bit more than the kit but it was a classic kit maybe so um let's let's get your take on um a couple of a couple of tough fixtures bloody hell this game has just sent me right back um mk don's tuesday night um tough one gents um i start are you expecting another 442 but a load of rotation or do you think it's going to be totally different where are they in the league mk don's a 10th have the one their last two games yeah um what changes is he going to make? You'll see some changes in, in, in central midfield. I, th I, th I don't think Flynn Downs will start. Well, Ooh, you see, really? I, I maybe rest for Skews. Yeah. I see I... maybe a potential resting of Skews. So for... what, what, Nolan and Nolan and Downs? I don't know. What, what, do you think that... I don't know. Well, given Downs... Skews the... got a knock yesterday. Where, where he got knocked? Was it a facial knock or something? Where did he get... Skews got uh, yeah. clattered in the it head, was. didn't he? Yeah, but then he. But yeah, don't forget, Downs. Downs was taken off uh, with thirty minutes to go, so That's true. A bit rested, I think. I would probably expect the rotation to be Scoose to go out because he's the yeah. older player. That was that's well, a bit disappointing because you know people were talking at the weekend that it was his two hundred and fiftieth appearance on Saturday, and then Here they said go. actually it was going to be his two hundred and fiftieth appearance go. on Tuesday, and now now it might be in next Saturday. So let's just get it out of the way, please, so we can tweet when he's. <laughs> 250th game, so maybe he needs might... to update that spreadsheet. Where will that put him on the all-time list, Stat? All-time list? Yeah. Top 20? No. No, he's yeah. not in the top 40. He's definitely in the top 50. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. I think we'll expect 40. it to be. Um, we will expect his position when you announce the tweet start. Let's do, let's do that. Right, okay. Let's keep yeah. it about MK Dons if I, if I can. Oh, sorry, yeah, we'll, I'm we'll, doing we'll my best out. to uh, keep it under two hours. Um, <laughs> <I've heard that. laughs> tell us um, about what we think for MK Dons. So we think there might be a bit of rotation in midfield. Do we think we're staying with a four four two, Dave? Yes. Yeah. Away. Yes. Okay. For away. Yeah. So much rotation then, or you expect you know the midfield pair aside, new new wingers, you know. Yeah, I'd hope if Rose fit, I'd like to see running. I thought Edwards was largely anonymous yesterday, pretty yeah, much. Agree. So if if Rose fit, or or maybe maybe if not Rose, maybe start with with Giorgio over um over Edwards. I'd quite like to see that. Um, a break for one of the two strikers or one of the two centre backs. Possibly is Keane up to a start. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Don't know. Um, is en- was Enciala? Sorry, was Enciala on the bench? He wasn't. No, I don't think so. No, he's fit. Okay. Yeah, but Wilson yeah, I, was. I think he'll start with. Oh, Norton Wilson, of course. Jackson Jackson again. Okay. Yeah, and, I, yeah, coming I on, yeah. Go with the front two again. Yeah. And any any score predictions? It's going to be another tough game. This one. I had a great win yesterday, didn't they? Mm. A great win. Um, almost coming to that, but take a point. Take a point. <laughs> start. I think Saturday's an easier game than tomorrow. I think it's a Gillingham away, although they turned over Wickham. I think it's potentially easier than MK away on a Tuesday night. Stop I think it will be 1-1. One, one. Yeah, one, one. I, I take that, I think. Yeah, and, keep, and, a, keep the unbeaten run. And we think Gillingham, the more easier fixture. So just Gillingham won yesterday, um, but they are 14th, so mixed bag oh, so far. Just just to change again, going back to MK, did you see, just change it, did you see that Ben's mate, Ben's selfie mate, Russell Martin, scored their opening goal yesterday? Oh, did he? <laughs> Bloody hell, he's still, law, he's still find him. Uh, any score <laughs> predictions for Gillingham then? So we're potentially uh, on a five-point week. Narrow we, uh, win. I think a 1-0 win at Gillingham. Huge win. I think we'll win 4-2. 4-2. Oh, yeah. It'd be good to have a 4-2 at some point. Gentlemen, yeah, I um, really enjoyed that. Thank you for that. I was um, all done and dusted Rich. now. Um, any? We'll do some plugs. So you can um, you can follow me at Ipswich on Twitter and the channel at Blue Monday ITFC, more importantly. Um what everyone wants to know, and when I mean everyone, I mean Jules Who's and ITFC clan. Is there going to be any this week in ITFC history this season? This season? <laughs> I'm giving, I've given you a few months to get your... I'm in the capable hands of it's, that. Let, you know, Dave is always very quick to, to point the finger, and he's correct this time, that it is <laughs> down, down to me... Um, yeah, let, let's just get this week out of the way. My daughter's going to uni- university, so I'm taking her to to Wales, um, and then I would hope we would have something recorded next week. Sounds good. Definitely. I'm in the States next week, so it won't be next week, but it'll be the week after. <laughs> the excuses okay. start straight away. I'm in Wales, you're in the States. <laughs> well, so let's, maybe, um, there might be, you know, at some point this season, yeah. let's, let's stick with it. It will be out, um, it will be out. And since, if you want... You know, he pointed the finger at me, but you can see, you know, yeah. it's not that easy. You folded under question, he's in the States, or he's having breakfast with uh, Will Keane at Milsom's or stuff like that. <laughs> it's always true. a reason he can't no, actually record. I haven't done that recently. Black pudding with Will Keane. Um, Stat, where we can find, uh, where can we find you on Twitter for your On This Day posts and uh, all kinds of polls and all sorts of stuff at, at chomp x3 that that's where you and you'll find me on there a bit more at, at the moment because i'm not working so uh, a plug would be yeah give me a job somebody you know give <laughs> me up call me <laughs> it would, i'm willing to do anything right if that desperation's yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right job in the, you see that job in a small ad an evening start it switched town statistician wanted to apply um portman road ip1 did you not yeah, i went one? there and there was there was a few um you guys waiting around the corner with with, with some um, spanners and stuff trying to do me over, I think. So. <laughs> oh, you think it could be an ambush? You yeah. think that's what it was? 
Yeah. Marcus well, has been waiting all this time. He's got his <laughs> he's got his man. Dave, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh David Diamond three. Excellent stuff. And the um Ben and Joe I think we've had to um talk through MK Dons. And I think Mikey might be hosting Gillingham. Um, if we manage to negotiate his um, his return to the pod, so um, gentlemen, I'll, I've enjoyed that. I hope you have as well. Um, who wants yeah, to have the final stuff. word? Good stuff, Rich. Yeah, enjoyed that, mate. Enjoyed that as Don't always. Stack can have the last word, go on, mate. Yeah, well done, Rich. Really enjoyed that, and let's look forward to six points coming this week. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.